there's something there that you can't put into words. It's an energy and you just know when it's the right person. It's not something that you can force. It's not something that you go out trying to find this person. This just evolves. Pay attention to the relationships that are showing up over and over and over again, the friendships and the colleagues, where could you open your heart a little bit more? Could you have a more vulnerable conversation? Could you like be intentional and start to invite that person? Can you just move it from like somebody that's in your environment and in your orbit to being more in each other's eyes, having more relevance, more consistent connection with each other and see if a spark emerges? What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. I'm really excited for today's conversation. We are going to be talking about the importance of your inner circle and we're going to be really unpacking why it's valuable and why is it different to our, I'm going to say in air quotes, our normal network or our collaboration network because our inner circle are those people that are in our inner sanctum. They're our our ride or die kind of friends and they're our business besties. And I think that they're often one of the reasons that we achieve success. They're a very, very important part of our business. And I know that you agree, Melanie, that our inner circle is just such a valuable part of our business success. Yeah, I was thinking about this conversation we're going to have today and and like what has an inner circle meant to me and, you know, like how it's different from you know, other people that might be in our network. And I, I was realizing that over the the two, almost two and a half decades that I've been in business, you know, one of the things that I think is such a differentiator and, and it's so powerful for me is that they become my rising tide. Mm, 100%. You know, and like, and I love this idea of a rising tide, right? Because like when, when one person's rising, like when the water rises, everything in the water rises together. And I think, you know, my, my inner circle for me, at least, and you being one of those people in my inner circle, we, we tend to want to pull each other up together. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about one of my first experiences of this kind of inner circle. It's like, we all went to bat for each other. We all wanted to see each other succeed. But the other thing that happens too, is my inner circle leveled up the way I think thinked, thought, <laughs> the way I think. <laughs> I, I didn't learn grammar from them, but I did learn how to think. But I think of every pivotal person, every really influential person that's become part of my inner circle, however long they lasted in that space, like I really like grew as a person because I watched what was possible in them and it it like tapped into that energy mm-hmm. inside of me. And it was like a magnet just pulling me up. Mm-hmm. So I think in a lot of ways, it, it's influencing our decision making, it's influencing our belief of what's possible. And it oftentimes like causes us to think better and more strategically, especially when these are people that we have similar business models. Yeah. And I think that that is 
one of the really important things is that we're able to unpack in a very, you call it in, in the sanctum, with my business besties, we call it the cone of silence. And, and we know when we're about to share something big because we say, okay, cone of silence time. And, and we're like, okay, we're buckling in. We know we're about to talk about something big. But they're a very special kind of relationship in that they're there to help whatever it takes. And when I think about one of the golden threads through my inner circle, it's that they always say, what can I do to help? no matter what's going on in their life, and that is reciprocated. And I know you've already mentioned that, but it's very much a two-way relationship that goes way over and above a business collaboration or a business transaction. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's one of the factors we're going to talk about today too, because totally. I mean, let's just jump into it. You know, it's the quality of support is very different in your inner circle than it may be with other people in your network. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I both talked about this, that we've mostly connected with people who end up in our inner circle through being in a mastermind with them. And that's one of the reasons why I think masterminds are so valuable. And what I think kind of emerges is we truly grow to care mm. about each other. And so we're never going to let somebody we care about fail without trying to be a support. Now, of course, you've got to ask for the support, but you know, there's support for issues and challenges that you only are going to talk about with your inner circle and you're, and you're going to trust them and you're going to feel safe with them. And it's almost like because we're at a similar stage and have similar needs, even if we have different business niches or markets or, or whatever, is you can talk about things and get support for things that you can't with anybody else. Totally. And maybe it is that cone of silence. My circle, outside <laughs> of you and I, my other circles, we call it going into the vault, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's like, this is a conversation that is under a lock and key and no one else is ever going to hear about it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And you absolutely know and you have trust that you can have that conversation and it won't ever go anywhere. When I'm thinking back to where I met all of my inner circle, and I know you did just mention it, but every single one of my inner circle I met at a mastermind. And I think that this is because when we join a mastermind, we're there because we want to up-level and everyone else is there for the same reason. Most of the time we're at similar stages in our business, so we have similar challenges. We're often of a certain level in business, so we've you know, had to deal with certain challenges previously. So, you know, we're, we're more resilient, we're more educated in business. And there's something really special about the people that you meet at Masterminds. And when I was thinking back when, when we were talking about this episode, there is not one of my inner circle or business besties that I've met out of a Mastermind, not one. I'm fascinated by that. I mean, and it's not like there are different kinds of masterminds. There's different kinds of intentionality around it. But let's just unpack this a little bit more because I don't want people thinking, go pay and join a mastermind and you're going to have like your own inner circle, right? Because it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I don't think it works. It's not like a yeah, direct yeah. line like that. I think it's like a, it's uh -huh. the spark. You know, you should be joining a mastermind because you're wanting to up-level your game. Mm -hmm. You're wanting to elevate the way you show up in the world. And oftentimes you're, you're paying for access to the mentor and the mentor's inner circle or the people that they built a network with. Mm -hmm. But I think 
you know, like this is how it's worked for me is there's a spark that kicks off with somebody. Like we started, mm -hmm. we met in a mastermind and then we were like, Hey, like, let's do some podcast swaps. Like let's put each other on each podcast. And there was something that was sparking there. And we, we leaned into the spark and let something else evolve. And, you know, I think one way it happens is because you like somebody and there's synergy and there's good energy, you keep inviting each other, to do things together, but you have to like invest in the mm. energy. You got to invest time and you've got to kind of nurture that relationship along for their, that spark to evolve into something that's more like an inner circle. Mm -hmm. And so that, I mean, I know that's a big part of how it's unfolded for me. Yeah, totally. And I love that you bring the energy piece in because these people, these very, very special people, it's not something that you can manufacture. It's like you said, you don't go to a mastermind and just say, hey, you know, I really like you. Do you want to be my business bestie? It doesn't happen like that. It's something that generally happens over, sometimes it happens quickly when I think back to some of my business besties, but generally it's something that evolves over usually a few years even, you know, and you share a little bit more and you share a little bit more and you share a little bit more and that the energy exponentially grows in this relationship. And that's when I think about our relationship, we had known each other for a couple of years of sort of three, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of going backwards and forwards and meeting in different rooms and having conversations with other people around until we got to that point where we sort of took that offline a little bit and, and obviously we haven't actually met in person so when i mean offline out of the group discussions and sort of started to unpack them and realize that we had this this energetic connection that's how i would describe it in that i could i knew from the other side of the world when something was going wrong in your world and that's the it's it's like a normal bestie friendship you just can start to feel that person yeah and you know I think there's some reasons why you like moved from connection colleague to inner circle, because there's a way we hold space for each other. that's very different. Yeah. And um, I want to talk about one more thing that I think emerges from an inner circle. That's kind of like one of those hidden benefits. But while we're on this conversation, I was catching up with somebody who's been in my inner circle for 22 years last week. And you know, we probably haven't had a real conversation in over five years, maybe even longer, just because, you know, he lives out of country now and, you know, we're kind of going in different circles, but we could pick up right mm. where we left off and I could drop right into that sacred trust that we've had all of this time where we could tell each other really big secrets and, you know, the dark and the light stuff. And there's no judgment. We're just we care about each other and we want each other to be well. And then we could find some, some new collaborations that would emerge too. Yeah. So I think when you have that kind of inner circle, real inner circle, it's like, it's a relationship that stands the test of time. Yeah. And I really, I'm really glad that you mentioned the light there because I did unpack that, you know, it's someone that you, you share all your secrets with and your challenges. But I think that what makes these people so special is that they do push you to and support you to go to a whole new level and some they do challenge you it's not all fabulous like sometimes they will really challenge your thinking and that is what makes them very special too let's talk about some of these characteristics before we drop this last kind of benefit of an inner circle because i think we're right there in that that thread mm. of the conversation 
you know, we were talking about like, okay, so what moves somebody out of just being part of your network or somebody that you, you know, you like might collaborate with, but it's not quite an inner circle. And one of those things that you brought up was the similar stages and needs. Mm-hmm. And so I think like CEO to CEO, six-figure business owner to six-figure business owner, eight-figure business owner to eight-figure business owner, we have similar life experiences mm-hmm. that are happening. And we certainly can't turn to somebody who's in a different stage and have the same kind of appropriate support. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say they couldn't be of support, you know, like I've definitely been at different stages from friends of mine mm-hmm. and I could hold space for them because I'm a good listener, but it's not the same as being able to give practical advice mm-hmm. that is relevant to them. Totally. And I think that's something you brought up that I was like, yeah, that's so true. Like you kind of have to be in similar places. Yeah. Because there's those conversations where you will reach out one day and say, all right, so I mean, got this problem this challenge, maybe it's a team member, maybe it's a piece of technology, what would you do? And this is someone that can really help to unpack it. So it's getting into the weeds of how to move out of a challenge or a situation. Yeah. I think another thing that comes up and we've, we've touched on this, but I just want to really bring it back into this. Like, these are things that have to be there is trust and safety. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Trust is not the same thing as safety, right? No. Uh, Trust is, I trust you to not let this conversation go any further and that you're going to hold my sacred confidence. But the safety is you're going to hold space appropriately and not judge me. Mm -hmm. And like, really like, I know like my emotional self is going to be okay when I'm finished sharing that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you may challenge me to move through it. You may push me to do something I'm not comfortable doing, but I'm not going to feel that like vulnerability shame that Brene Brown talks about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel like, oh my God, I just got beat up for sharing this. And so I think both of those things have to be there for an inner circle relationship to continue to thrive. Because if it's breached, and I've had this happen, if it is breached, it is gone. Yeah. And it's very hard to get it back. Well, I found there's no coming back from that. There's a, like, yeah, I would say there's probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the ways that in one of our little groups many years ago used to talk about this was, okay, everyone, I'm about to put the bowling ball on the table. Like I'm about to drop something heavy, but we knew you just sit there and it's just like, there's exactly, there's no judgment. It's whatever needs to come out needs to come out and that never gets spoken about again. Yeah. I have a friend who we've been very close friends for probably 12 years now. And and we're in very different businesses. Like we're, our industries are not the same. We don't do a lot of collaborations, but we are like sacred, safe places. And so I know I'll get a certain text. Do you have five minutes today? And I'm like, all right, something's going on. I need to make mm-hmm. some space, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we have like a little code that we text each other that's like, it's urgent. I need to talk. And it's like you drop everything and you just make space Mm -hmm. and or you like find that 10 minutes in between calls or whatever. And I think, you know, that's, again, part of that trust that someone's going to be there for you. And it goes both ways. Yeah. And I really want to highlight that it does go both ways. That's what makes these relationships special. It's not always feeling like you're the one that is holding the space or you're the one that is helping or feeling like the weight is on your shoulders. It is definitely a two way street. Yeah. I think we've hit a lot of the other things already, like care and tending, which we've kind of said over and over. So I think we get that. But I want to dip back into one of the 
kind of like the the nice little benefits of these inner circles. Mm -hmm. And I think we can tap into this in our networks, our collaboration partners, like it's there, but it's just like there in a whole nother level in our inner circle. And that is access to resources, mm -hmm. access to like referrals and tools. Like I was having lunch with one part of my inner circle a couple of weeks ago. And by the way, I was imagining you sitting across the table. I was like, oh, someday <laughs> we're going to be doing this, but. Absolutely. <laughs> and it'd been a while since we'd all been in, in the same place before the pandemic. And so some things were coming up about personal stuff. And what started to emerge was, oh, um, I'd love a referral to that person that you're working with over there. Or who do you know that does this? Like I could really use a, a referral. And like we follow up with each other and we send those referrals across and I think, you know, when, when you're looking to build referral business, this is the kind of thing you wish for mm -hmm. is the inner circle sitting there sharing a personal experience. And they're like, how do I get access to that person? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I just think this is a place where when you need something that you wouldn't necessarily advertise for on <laughs> your emails, or you're not going to do the Facebook post, you turn to your inner circle and say, Hey, who do you know who does this? Mm -hmm. Who do you know who can solve this problem for me? Yeah, and I think the difference is on that is you're not afraid to open your little black book to your inner circle because you know, and like this comes back to the trust piece, you know that that relationship that or, you know, the way that you reach out to that person is not going to be, I can't think of the word now, I've sort of started opening this up, but you, you know that it's safe. Yeah, you trust the extension of you to the person you're referring yeah. is going to continue on. Like you're, they're not going to be a difficult client for the person you're referring. Totally, totally. Yeah, I agree. You know, we've had this conversation and we and we've talked a lot about it because you and I have both got inner circles, so we can speak from experience. But there's still a lot of. It's not a you know, tick this box, this box, this box, and this could be someone in your inner circle. There's something there that you can't put into words. It's an energy and you just know when it's the right person. It's not something that you can force. It's not something that, you know, you go out trying to find this person. This just evolves. And I think that it's really important to say that because we have talked about these people that we've met at our masterminds, but you know, I can only speak for me. I didn't go out specifically looking for these special people that turned into my inner circle. It just evolved over time. Yeah, I would agree. I know for sure. Not one person who's in my inner circle. It was like, oh, I'm going to make this person my bestie. Mm. And as I'm thinking about it, typically what happened was somehow we walked through fire together. Mm -hmm. There was some situation that we were able to hold space for each other in a way that allowed that kind of friendship to become a really, really special inner circle. Like, okay, I trust this person. They're my ride or die. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it might be that you've repeatedly done collaborations and it's like, you just want to keep that, that energy flowing. It could be that somebody goes through something really traumatic and or really painful and the way you're there for that person kind of moves the energy to a whole nother level. It could be just shared bonds. You know, you end up traveling. Like I have a friend who we've just known each other for years. We live near each other. 
but we never really had much of a relationship. But then we started traveling together and we were speaking at events together and it kind of moved our relationship from like, hey, see you at a party. Nice to see you to No, this is somebody who's in my inner circle now. Mm -hmm. And that's because you have different conversations when you're sharing that much space together. And so, you know, I'm not saying you go out and construct that, but what I would say is to really pay attention to the relationships that are showing up over and over and over again, the friendships and the colleagues where could you open your heart a little bit more? Could you have a more vulnerable conversation? Could you like be intentional and start to invite that person to speak or to to be on your show? Or can you just move it from like somebody that's in your environment and in your orbit to, you know, being more in each other's eyes, having more relevance, more consistent connection with each other and see if a spark emerges? Totally. Couldn't agree more. So, Melanie, I love this conversation because I think that, as I mentioned right at the back, and I want to look back, that my inner circle is what I would 100% say is what makes me successful. They're the people that support me through that. And I know that you've got a resource that will help people to be more successful. Yeah, I love that. You know, I think that being more successful and, and being able to cultivate these kind of relationships comes from being very intentional about your growth strategy. And I have a tool that I would love to share. This is the same process I've been using for the 22 plus years I've been in business. And every time I've wanted to grow again, I go back to this seven step framework and I work the framework over and over and over again. It's the same system I use with my clients. It's called the seven step framework that will boost your revenue by six figures or more this year. If you go to amplifywithmelanie.com, you can download the resource. It's a it's a little bit of a blueprint and then it unpacks each of the steps and we'll show you how to put all seven of the right steps together that bring that kind of revenue into your business. Love that. And what about you, Sam? What what kind of resource can people tap into today and be able to take what we're talking about and go to a whole nother level? Totally. Well I've talked we've talked a lot today about energy. There's it's there's not a specific thing that that makes these relationships come together. And I think that understanding how your energy might be working against you or or tapping into your specific energy and understanding how it works more for you and it becomes your superpower is something that is very, very special. And human design is one of the ways that I really believe that we can tap into that. And so I have a resource called the Human Design Advantage which you can get over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. And that will really help you to understand your energetic blueprint and also to understand how other people's energy can interact with yours, as you and I have done, Melanie, and understood each other's human design a lot. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, that's really fascinating and so intoxicating when you start to discover the human design alignment opportunities with people in your circle and especially close friends. It's fascinating and really like interesting to learn how to ride those waves together. So I'm glad you're sharing that. Totally. Well, I really loved this conversation. It's a, it's a conversation that doesn't have a specific framework, but it's something that is really, really powerful when you, when this works for you in your business. So hopefully we've got your, brain 
ticking along and having some thoughts in different ways that maybe you could do things. But we would love to hear from you what your you know, tips are around or where you found your inner circle and how they help you. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much, Sam. Thanks, Melanie. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social. And be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode. Yeah.